Welcome to the Few Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Richie, Darren, and Mark. Hey, you know that check I was talking about getting you? I'll get it like sometime in 2019. <laughs> We're trying to help you grow those oranges, man. <laughs> and then they get angry or excited. Doesn't really matter which one, right? And and then they move on to a picture of their friend from high school just had another baby, right? Welcome back to the Few Podcasts. My name is Darren. I'm here with Mark and Richie. And uh, this week, or actually today, kind of the biggest story here, I think, of the week was the Ahmed Aubrey verdict. Well, not not him. His verdict was probably what two years ago. How long ago was that? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think a year ago is um, a, a little over a year ago is when the incident happened. So, so the three men that were charged with pursuing Aubrey all got murder charges, which kind of were convicted of murder, which is kind of odd because one of the guys didn't do anything. He just videotaped it, which seems weird that you would get murder like you knew that your friends were going to shoot the guy. I don't know. So did so did the third guy get convicted of murder? I thought he was not convicted of murder, but he was convicted of of wrongful imprisonment. Well, they never they never kidnapped him, so how could he get wrongful imprisonment? Because they're oh. saying that they stopped him by stopping him and then and then chasing him. That was the wrongful imprisonment. All three men are convicted of murder. Okay. And they all have life without parole. Oh, wait, sorry. No, that's his aunt. Ahmed Aubrey's aunt supports life without parole. Well, no shit. Yeah. Yeah, I always hate it when they when they ask the families. Well, I mean, yeah, if you're going to ask the families, they're always going to say, no, nothing. They weren't doing anything wrong. Well, that's what the family said. Well, of course, that's what the family said. What do you think that they're, they're going to say? But I, I don't. So what I don't understand is. If Alabama has a citizen's arrest law, which, from what I understand, they do. Georgia. Georgia? Yeah. If Georgia has a has a, a citizen's arrest law, which, I, from what I understand, they do, wouldn't that be a citizen's arrest? So, so I, I, I was kind of listening to this uh, and, and listening about what had happened, right? Um, well, yeah, one, they do have a citizen's arrest law, or they did at the time. It's been repealed because of this case. Last year, it was re- it was repealed. Um, I also love how the mainstream media uh, equated it to um, uh, going back to a, a civil war slavery plus law, which I was like, citizen's arrest is, is from slavery? I, I don't <laughs> never heard of that. Um, so, so basically this is what, this is the timeline that I, that they, that they put in the case. And that's what I was watching was they have a video of Aubrey walking up to the, to this construction site. And then, um, they said that he came in through the backyard, um, walked into this house, was in there for several minutes, walking around the house. And that's when somebody had noticed him 
in that in the house. Now there had been previous break-ins into the house, and stuff had been stolen. And Aubrey had been videotaped inside that house, I guess, numerous times um, before, um, but never videotaped stealing anything or taking anything. But he had taken multiple trips into this house that was being built, um, looking around and looking at things. Um, And so the owner of the house had asked the neighbor, who was a retired cop, hey, Will you watch out and, and, you know, let me know if anything happens uh, to the place. Aubrey then walks out of the house and, and the um, former law enforcement officer and the, and his son came out to try and confront him and he took off running. So he took off running. They jumped up in their pickup trucks and they went and chased him. And at one point, he he ran back, went down an, uh, a, a place. Other people in the community were made aware of this person who had been seen uh, looking, uh, uh, wandering around this construction site. He ran past. This is where the third guy set, uh, looks down, sees that the that the that the ex cop and the and the son. We're driving by. He yells out, do you got him? Um, didn't get a response. So he ran in, grabbed the keys for his truck, drove drove his truck. Aubrey makes a cut through another, another um, lawn. Uh, the father and son go off onto a main road. They were going to come back and cut him off. That's when the third guy chased him down with his truck. Aubrey jumped, like, ran back towards him. He had to turn his truck around. I guess at one point he might have even hit him with his truck um, uh, when he took a right turn trying to catch up to Aubrey. And then, and then the original pursuers came back, were headed down. You know, they came in front of him uh, with the third person behind him. Uh, that's when Aubrey turned back around, ran towards the first pursuers, the ex-cop and the and the son. Um, by this time, the son had jumped up into the back of the truck. He had jumped down with a shotgun, tried to to uh, contain can, contain Aubrey. That's when there was a physical altercation. Um, Aubrey reached for the gun. They they tussled. Um, then all of a sudden there was a shot and, and then a puff of red mist, uh, because Aubrey had been shot. Um, the fight continued and, and then there was another shot, I believe, um, which ended the confrontation and supposedly, um, that's when the son of the ex officer said effing N word, um, uh, at the end of this, like. Like uh, when they asked him if he was okay, I guess. Okay, so I, I guess we should convict him for saying that. Well, uh, that wasn't my point. Um, but I mean, it's not—it's not this. It—it it doesn't sound like it was. It doesn't sound like it was like these people were out hunting him. I also don't think that they probably should have pursued him for as long as they did. 
Um, you know, if, if this guy runs away, then you have really kind of helped. You've done what you were supposed to do, right? You, you, you've prevented this guy from, from stealing anything if he was there to steal anything. Um, and, and you have a, a, you know, a picture of him because, uh, you know, obviously there was ring door, door camera of him like walking out and there was pictures of him in there clear as day. So, I mean, it, it, um, it, it, the, the parallels that people are trying to draw between this and the Kyle Rittenhouse, these things couldn't be further from, from, from each other. Kyle Rittenhouse was pursued and defended himself. These guys were chasing him down, trying to make a citizen's arrest, which that mucky mucks things up a little bit because, you know, it, it, if he was innocent, he could, you know, a case can be made that, um, you know, I was, I was, I was being pursued by these guys and they had guns. And so I, I ran off as quickly as I could because I didn't know what was going on, you know, but the, the idea that he was this jogger who liked long jogs and, and uh, was just simply out working out. That does not sound like the case at all. Yeah, I don't, I mean, to me, if, if there is an actual stand your ground law or not stand your ground law, there's a citizen's arrest law and that's what they were attempting to do. And one of them being a ex police officer. Uh, I think that that kind of muddies the waters a little bit on whether, you know, it's murder. Cause obviously they didn't go in there trying to kill the guy. They just wanted to stop him and send him to prison because he was trying to steal stuff out of their house. Well, and and also that's the other problem is he isn't he's not on tape stealing anything. He, he's been he's on tape being in that halls multiple times, but he's not on tape stealing anything. Okay, and, and, he didn't and steal some, anything. He he stole, um, he stole somebody's. Well, he's technically fine. He's a squatter. We'll call him a squatter then. Is or, that is that better? Well, he he broke in. He broke into a house. He was trespassing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't. Either way you put it, I mean, he's obviously suspicious suspicion of theft. And how do we do? We know that he didn't steal anything. Well, that's the video camera inside the house. Um, caught him several times inside the house looking at things, but when, but all the times that he was in there. He didn't steal anything. Now, there were things stolen from that job site, and there were times where a mass person came in and were stealing things. Um, but it's, they don't know if it was Aubrey or somebody else, um, but it is suspicious that, uh, that he, was, he, he was in there multiple times. You know, I... I, I you know, looking around or casing the joint or, or whatever the situation was. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I think, think this case is pretty borderline. It, it could go either way. Um, obviously now, since there is no citizens arrest law, the, um, 
they repealed it because of this case. You know, if, if this happened today, obviously it's a little bit of a different story because you're not allowed to pursue them. But mm-hmm. since you are technically allowed to pursue somebody you feel is committing a crime in Georgia, I mean, it's a little bit of a different story. What do you think? What are your thoughts, Richie? Well, I didn't follow the story too much. Um, I saw the video like right after it happened. Um, I guess when, the little bit I did, yeah, that they were, they should just level. Um, as frustrating as it is to, you know, I, I'm, I'm get the guy's not, they show a picture of him like in his prom, um, tuxedo, you know, just this nice kid, like they always do. Um, yeah, he's 25, by the way. Nice. Yeah, I, I doubt he was that nice of a human being. Um, but I don't know. It's if you're like what you're saying, if there is a citizen's arrest law, then technically they probably should be um, innocent. But I don't know. I guess from the video I saw, I thought, boy, these guys are a bunch of idiots chasing this guy down. Um, I don't know. I, I, I they should have just kept following him as best they could and and called the police. But it's easy yeah. to say that they got they got caught up in the moment. I'm sure too, and thought they were really going to help another and going to spend their life in jail because of it. So, and and both of them did call the police. Like the 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 father had called the police and said, "Hey, we're we're." Um, following the suspect of, you know, blah, 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 and whatever happened. And then the neighbor did too. He said that like, Hey, I just saw a suspicious guy run past my house. There's been robberies in the area uh, or something of that nature. Um, But it's some, and then he was obviously video recording it. Also the defense attorney or the original defense attorney or however it was, however it was placed. um, I guess, uh, he was the one that originally released the the video because he thought this will dispel any rumors or any any um, doubt that this was self defense because of the scuffle and the fight. Um, and then and then the other the other thing with this was um, uh, oh shoot the. Um, the scuffle in the fight, and then and then the other thing was, um, oh, the the first district attorney uh, recused herself because she said, "Hey, I've worked with this this ex officer on a number of cases. He's a good man. I have a personal bias, so I'm going to recuse recuse myself." And then the second one that they brought in, the second prosecutor that they brought in said um there's nothing to charge here based off of all the evidence uh they they did they didn't do anything wrong this was this was under georgia law this was this was lawful um and then i guess when he was pushed he resigned or something happened and he resigned and then you know then this attorney releases the video of 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 this and that's when the pressure comes to uh get to press charges because of the the outcry from from the communities you know what they say there ain't no justice like mob justice yeah 
I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I guess just like the, the Rittenhouse case, the jury came back and said, yeah, that they're guilty. I, you know, I, I think that you could probably have some grounds of appeal because you could say, you know, Darren, like just what you were just saying, mob justice, there was, uh, armed protesters outside screaming, um, you know, something, you know, they were screaming something about, you know, we're going to shut it down. Um, you know, that could be seen as jury, um, intimidation. Um, but I mean, you know, the jury comes back and they say that, Hey, this is this, that these three guys are guilty. Um, they might be seeing it the same way that Rich and I are saying of they, they should have let him go, you know, well, they there's a lot it. of should-haves. There's a lot of yeah, should-haves yeah, yeah. on both yeah. sides. They should have let him go. They shouldn't have pursued him. Well, he shouldn't yeah. have been in that house. He yeah. probably shouldn't no. have been trying to steal stuff. I mean, there's a lot of should-haves. Yeah, no, I got you. It's, it's who is breaking the law and who isn't breaking the law. Yeah. You know, I mean, and on and Darren's side here, <laughs> the police are so busy because nowadays it's it's just okay to to break the law if you if you really need it you know that that's the woke side of the stories now is oh you know he you know he was stealing copper out of the houses because he needed the money well i need money too i like to have more money but (laughs) i'm not about to go steal for it but in today's society it's it's okay so the cops are so busy with everything else that (laughs) i mean even the fact that they called us the cops that they were probably busy you know looking at something else and it takes longer to get there and you know we got to defund the police to begin with so yeah um you know it, it, it it's frustrating from a point of view like mine and darren's and yours mark that you know we just we just want to be left alone don't steal our shit don't steal other brother's shit just just do your part and you know, that's not the, not the way it is anymore. Yeah. Well, and, and, and that's just the tough part too. I, I think, you know, for right now they're saying that, you know, there's no evidence, you know, and, and, and I guess Darren also to your point, is there reasonable doubt that they did anything wrong? Yeah. I would probably say that there's reasonable doubt if you've already had, you know, um, one district, or prosecutors say that they're not going to try the case because there wasn't anything wrong here. And, and it wasn't until there was an outcry, um, you know, of, Hey, what was, you know, why wasn't this case tried? Um, I, mean, I think that might be grounds for appeal in and of itself. If a prosecutor came out on record and said that I'm not going to try this case because I don't believe you broke the law. Yeah. And, and the other thing, though, too, and, and I guess more to the point, you know, because here, here's what I'm going to say, right? I, you you got to respect the jury's decision. If, if there's appeals or if there's something that needs to be done, um, you know, I hope, I hope that it does get done. Um, if there's more to this story to where they can identify that this guy was, was the assailant that had stolen from the, from the house before, that also changes um the case too because right now what they're saying is is that the stand your ground law are not i did the same thing the 
citizen's arrest law is based off of a felony level. You know, you have to have that you believe that you were stopping a felony crime. And trespassing is not a felony crime, but but stealing um, from that job site would, right? So if you could tie that this guy was actually stealing, like he was in there casing the joint and he got it interrupted by the father-son, then that changes the case. So again, it then becomes, uh, you know, something different because that is what the whole case hinged on. And that's what, from the sounds of it, is, is that if he was in there and he was stealing something, then them going after him was lawful. If he was just in there being a looky-loo, then trespassing isn't a felony um, and, and they didn't have the right to detain him. But at no time, other than this comment, was there any actual thought of this guy is a jogger because it sounds like that's not what it was. And then that it wasn't racially motivated, even though it has become all about race in this case. And and that he was a black man and that he was out for a jog and these people just ran him down and, and killed him, which that doesn't seem to be the case whatsoever. Well, I guess we can all agree that um, if it was the government, if it was government sanctioned police that shot him, everything would have been okay. All right. Now <laughs> on to the next uh, story. So there, I guess there was a car crash in Wisconsin. I am hearing quite a bit about. Did the brakes? Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah it was an accident. Car crash. There was a car accident at a Wisconsin parade, at least according to Wikipedia. And well, uh, pretty much all the news sources that say an SUV. Not not a person driving an SUV, but but an SUV ran into a, a bunch of people at a parade. Yeah. This is this is so sickening. I mean, it really is. It it is so sickening that the that the mainstream media is trying to cover just because this guy meets some intersectionality. Well, he's also a huge, and you don't hear, you won't hear about this at all in the media. But he's also a huge BLM advocate, posting all of uh, all of his uh, stuff on Twitter and SoundCloud about how BLM's the greatest, and you know, kill Whitey and all that shit. Like, well, and, he's pretty bad that way. Yeah, yeah. Well, he put in his Facebook religion, and it said religion is just white supremacy. Yeah. So, I mean, this is basically what they say that the white supremacists are in this country. This is the BLM guy who's going who's going out and racially profiling people and trying to kill them. This is exactly what Joe Biden and Merrick Garland are trying to do to the right. They're trying to find people like this, but they don't they really don't exist on the right. I mean, there might be one or two. But I mean, there are several on the left. And this is just one of them. But but these don't get any attention because the media doesn't cover it. You got a guy, you put a guy in a van that with a bunch of, you know, pro-Trump um, stickers. And he mails fake bombs to people. This is going to get 15 days straight coverage on MSNBC. Even though it wasn't anything, it was just some crazy guy mailing fake bombs. 
but you get a guy who actually tries to deliberately kill white people because they want to celebrate Christmas, and it's called a car crash. You don't mention that the guy's a militant black guy who hates whitey, and this is this is what we've come to. So the media is is actively trying to divide the country into white and black, and they're actively trying to pit pit white and black against each other, and they don't say anything when it's the black people doing the crime. Well, did you? I saw a quote from Malcolm X. Did you guys see that this week about the media? I know, but I. Yeah, no, I didn't, well, I didn't that, hear that. It basically, I mean, it's it's spot on now. I mean, I guess whatever your opinions of Malcolm X is is whatever, but he, he it basically says that you know, the media is going to brainwash everybody and they're going to turn villains into heroes and heroes into villains. <laughs> it's like, holy crap, did he hit that on the, on the head there? So <clears throat> I thought that was pretty crazy. Well, it, it is really interesting, you know, it, it's funny that you bring it up because I was watching um, uh, that Louder Rick Crowder and they talked about Malcolm X this week and um, they were talking about how he's he's used by both sides incorrectly, you know, because Malcolm X was hateful and and, and upset with racial tensions and and they talked about why he probably was is because the, the, the Ku Klux Klan, like he watched his father die at the hands of the Ku Klux Klan, right? Like uh, tied up to a, um, a railroad and then watched him get run over by a train. Um, which, yeah, it would probably fuck a kid up, you know? And, and that by the end of his life, he was regretful about how violent and that he was wrong and that, there are good people on both sides and race had nothing to do about it. And that we just need to learn to love each other. <laughs> it's like, Oh shit. Really? <laughs> like I might maybe want to learn more about him. Wasn't that why they killed him? Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that was the, that was the thing is, um, he was assassinated because he betrayed the cause. Um, mm-hmm. I you can't see me doing air quotes. Um, which, also is odd because this week his daughter was killed right after the two people that uh, were arrested for assassinating Malcolm X um, were freed. Interesting. Yeah. They said she died of natural causes, um, which seems kind of odd since she wasn't even really that old, but yeah, whatever. Just odd. Not, not accusing allegedly. (laughs) Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it's sickening. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. Uh, it's just sickening though. You know, y- you have, you have mainstream media giving cover. Nobody's talking about what's going on. They show you this door cam and they were like, see, he was scared and he didn't know what to do. Turns out he probably just uh uh screwed up his car driving through the uh, backyard of that person's driveway to get it parked that way you know the because he was he was caught um because his car was parked in this driveway now they're thinking that he probably uh ran over a tree and and disabled his car uh and and so that's how he got it into the driveway like that 
he didn't know this person and then he was he was um like trying desperately to get into this house with this ring door cam when he's arrested i mean this guy is this guy is well he got he got into the house you didn't hear this you didn't know oh you didn't even hear this story did you this is the best part of the whole thing so he he rings the doorbell for the ring cam the guy comes to the door just like oh oh hey guy let me help you out brings him inside sits him at the at the table and makes him a sandwich no way way gives him a sandwich and he's eating the sandwich when the police show up <laughs> wow hey the way I, that, that that's way what that, i that, that's what i heard so the way that i had saw the video and it obviously could be edited that way because when he first shows up it's it's somewhat light but i figured it was dusk it would you know how quickly it gets dark you know the cops show up at that place and they are you know but i guess he yeah he wasn't out on the patio that's nuts yeah here's here's the here it says right here homeowner dan Ryder tells inside edition that daryl brooks randomly walked up to his home and asked to call an uber Part of the encounter, along with Brooks' arrest, was captured in the on Ryder's doorbell camera, and he uh, he basically he let him he brought him in, and he made him a sandwich. Wow! <laughs> uh, and you you know that if it was just some random white guy, he would have never <laughs> never let him in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, all right. Yeah, that's that's pretty terrible just in general. All right, so we also have the Kyle Rittenhouse um, verdict. It was um, last Friday, so we haven't talked about that yet. Not guilty on all charges. Um, Basically, the only one that they really had a chance on was that gun charge, but that was dismissed because there really wasn't a charge to be had. Um, Yeah, uh, I don't know if you guys want to opine on that. I think everybody else has pretty much beat it to death. Well, I just, the gun charge thing, seriously, how do you get all the way to trial and go through that whole thing and then just say, oh, yeah, 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 um, this, uh, this, uh, gun is actually legal for him to carry, you know, like, shouldn't that have been something like in the grand jury, (laughs) like, to can we even charge him with this? Oh, no, let's measure the gun. Nope, he can carry it. All right, well, can't charge him with that. Yeah, I, I don't. I think that was just one of the things they were just tacking on. Because I, I remember seeing on uh, one of the things was that the the in the city that he that Rittenhouse lived in, like Northern Illinois, like they declined the the district in Northern Illinois, whatever, either the city or the or the county or the district or whatever, whoever the hell has jurisdiction declined to press charges because they had no evidence that the gun was actually in ever in Illinois. So they declined to press charges. And then you still have all of these douchebags spreading these lies of, oh, he brought a gun across state lines to commit a murder. No, none of that. There's no proof that that ever happened. And they're yeah. going to keep, yeah, I don't know. There's just so much about this that just is infuriating. Like Morning Joe going, he crossed state lines. He immediately went to this protest. 
fired off 60 shots, killing two people. Wait, what? <laughs> what trial were you watching? <laughs> you know, like, end of quote. Don't forget end of quote, too. Did you guys see that yesterday? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Piss pants, Biden. Yeah. Yeah, he's embarrassing. So I, I don't... Uh, I don't think Biden said anything about the killing in Wisconsin, but he was quick to release a statement about the Aubrey verdict. Has he not mentioned anything about that? I thought Uh, he, I thought he said like prayers for the families. Like he didn't say anything about the, the perpetrator. Wouldn't say anything about the perpetrator getting out of, getting out on on a thousand dollars bail after running his girlfriend over. Oh yeah. Yeah, we, I yeah, we glossed over that. I mean, isn't that crazy too? Um, you know, so he's got to what come up with a hundred bucks to get out of jail after attempting to kill his girlfriend with his car, and then well, he gets into a knife fight and then drives away. <laughs> one of the crazier things about that is they have three mug shots of him. They're all from November of this year. They have the one where he did something like early November, like November 3rd. I don't know. I'm just picking an early November date. And then on my birthday, November 16th, he he ran his wife over and got arrested. There's girlfriend. And then um, now this, um, and then this last one when he killed a bunch of people. Yeah. I don't even going to say allegedly. It's pretty obvious he killed a bunch of people. Watch he gets acquitted and sues you. <laughs> Good luck. Oh God, I just it is it's sickening that the media the media can have a dead child. I mean, let alone the five the five adults that died. That is horrific. And don't get me wrong, a child also died that he killed. He injured fifty plus people. When Deborah Messing is on our side, by God, you know yeah. like, it's it's bad when she's tweeting about it. So yeah, and saying call it what it is, like hey, if this is the thing that brings America together and says, all right, AOC came out the the next day and said we need bail reform, like you moron, you know like. The the whole everyone is upset about this about this person, and she's just like, "Well, that's what happens when our justice system is broken." <laughs> you mean because we let so many people out? No, because we have so many people in. They're not guilty until they're convicted. Yeah, but he ran over a woman with his car. He is a danger to com- to the community and to himself, obviously. All right, back to the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. Um, so Kyle Rittenhouse's lawyer um, slash or, or ex lawyer Lynn Wood and uh, Pierce. Let's go. His main lawyer was uh, what the heck is this guy's name? I'm trying to John Pierce, or his original lawyer. Basically, they're keeping the Lynn Woods Foundation is trying to keep the two million dollar bond that they turned over 
because they were raising money for Rittenhouse. And they turned over a $2 million bond to get him out of prison or out of jail. And they're trying to keep the money for their foundation. They're claiming that that money belongs to their foundation. And not only that, but Rittenhouse is alleging that Lynn Wood kept him in prison longer so that they could raise more money. Didn't they say it was safer, too, for him to be in prison? Isn't that what it was saying? Oh, it's safer there for you. Yeah, that sounds real safe. Yeah. And then, and then um, on top of that, um, Rittenhouse is, is also alleging that Lynn Wood posed him with Proud Boys making the OK symbol, which he didn't realize was a white supremacist symbol, which it, because it's not. It's somebody made that up and said that once, and people freaked out about it. But it is what it's it is a w and a, It's a W and a P, Darren, though. White power. Or is an that O and a K. Okay? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so basically, they released they released those those um, those pictures of him with with Proud Boys, and um, basically to raise more money. And that that basically this Linwood guy is a real douchebag, and he's all he's doing allegedly, all all he's doing is trying to raise money for his foundation, and he doesn't give two shits about Rittenhouse. Well, he also had Rittenhouse do uh, interviews to try and get his to try to get his side out there, and you know he's a seventeen-year-old kid at the time. He's just thinking, well, of course this attorney is doing what's best for me, you know. And and well, I, I thought that Rittenhouse didn't do any interviews, and that was one of the things that the prosecutor said was just like he, he wasn't talking which was basically what the judge was like. He has the right to not talk. Yeah, he did one interview with the Washington uh, Washington Press or the Washington Post. Yeah, that's That's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, and he had even said, he goes, I realize now what a bad idea that is, you know, because anything he can say, Anything he says will contaminate the jury if if uh, if it if he's taken out of context, you know. Yeah. If he, you know, I I don't know. I just this Lynn Wood guy, um, and and you were just telling me here before the show, he's also the one that uh, raised a bunch of money for these lawsuits uh, about the 2020 election, and then just never really did anything about it. Yeah, pretty much. He's. He's, I mean, he seems like an op- opportunist, and all he's doing is raising money for his foundations, and probably, and this is all alleged. I don't want to be sued by this lawyer. <laughs> and he's, you know, he's just raising money for his own his own reasons. Doesn't sound like he's actually trying to do what what they say. And you know, it's been. I remember hearing early on that he's not really a Republican. He's never really been a Republican. He's just kind of a, he's always been a Democrat and just kind of gave me pause as to why he would be, you know, doing all of this. I mean, I I guess I didn't really think too much about it because there's a lot of Democrats that were, you know, behind Trump because of the stuff he stood for, you know, um, bringing jobs back to America and stuff like that. There are a lot, a lot of unions liked Trump because, they worked with Trump. So I don't know. Um, so 
but but when people were saying, oh, he, all of a sudden he's coming, you know, to the Trump side, I was just like, well, yeah, that might be a little bit of a hell there. Yeah, I I don't know. I just this whole thing about Rittenhouse, it it's so sad that this all happened to him. I really hope that you know, it sounds like he's going to Arizona. He's gonna uh, he's going to college down there. Um, you know, I hope that, uh, I, I hope that somewhere, you know, he gets to have a, a somewhat normal life, you know, after this, which I, I seriously doubt he will, but, and, and hopefully he also has got some good lawyers for all those defamation lawsuits. Yeah. I, I hope he, he gets, a, I hope he sues the crap out of these news outlets that basically lied about everything. I mean, and they ha- he has a case. He's not he's not a public figure. If they say things that are untrue, like he brought a gun across state lines and you know he was shot he, 60 rounds. Yeah, he shot 60 rounds and he, you know, he he was uh you know, menacing people and stuff like that. You know, he he was he was there just to cause trouble and all the stuff that they said. I mean, that's that that's liable. I mean, you're basically ruining a guy's life. Well, actually, even just calling him a murderer now, he is acquitted of murder. You can't call him a murderer. Yeah. All right. Um. So speaking of uh, police-related shootings, uh, the police officer Aaron Klaus will not be getting charged in the death of Ricardo Torres Jr. this from this summer in Olivia. Minnesota. So, I don't know if you, know oh, if you guys good. remember this. Uh, basically, it was what, like two or three in the morning. This guy was was moping around in an alleyway in the small town Minnesota. Cop comes up, comes to talk to him, ask him what he's doing there. I guess the guy had a gun. Shotgun. Shotgun. Yeah. Pulls a shotgun on him, and then he the officer kills him. And. If you guys also remember the 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 immediate reaction was uh, Black Lives Matter protests uh, that this was a small town cop who had a grudge against this guy and that he was just out there looking to kill him and that he should not only be fired but he the charges should be brought up um, and that uh, you know obviously uh, this is another you know. Uh, another example of how racist rural America is. So, yeah, yeah, I I don't remember a whole lot about it, but I remember they had a um a big rally for him, mm-hmm. and so the Trump supporters showed up with their trucks, and they all had uh, Trump flags in the back and um, blue line flags, and the girlfriend of the guy that died made it on the news talking to, you know, the news with a cigarette hanging out of her mouth and (laughs) and a Mountain Dew in the other hand. Um, It wasn't not looking like white trash or anything. You know, it it was, it was great. It wasn't the high, (laughs) it wasn't the Miller high life that they had at his memorial. No. And I do remember that too. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Oh, I just remember how sad the memorial was. 
Yeah. And not sad because the guy died. Sad because there's nothing there. And there, basically the only thing that was there was a, like a Miller High Life or some shitty beer. Yeah. It was a 42, wasn't it? It was like a big can. No, it was a small one. I think I think it was uh, Michelob Ultra. I think it was one of those skinny cans. <laughs> you know, kind of like the Virginia Slim of beer. Oh, I figured it was a White Claw because you know what they say. Uh, it was that type of can, though. Yeah, but there ain't there no are, laws. There are a lot of laws when you pull a shotgun on an officer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just it again. It's just disproven, but it's buried on, you know, page twenty-two C. Oh yeah, yeah. By the way, that officer did nothing wrong. Eight months later, nine months later. Yeah. Well, I think you're pretty much um, in the clear when the guy has a shotgun. <laughs> but I mean that you know, but that was the whole thing. It was oh, that was planted on him, and oh, that he's never he never had a shotgun before, and we don't even know what he was doing at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's right. You're right. What happens at three he in was, the morning? It, you're right. It was sun. It was early Sunday morning. He he had went to bed at about eight thirty because he really didn't, wanted to get a lot of rest because he he had to get up early and prepare for church in the morning. So, but <laughs> so the officer came, broke into his window, drug him out of there, pull pulled him by his shirt, probably to the back of an alley by a bar, gave him a shotgun, and then shot him. Yep. I'm pretty sure that's exactly how it happened. <clears throat> yeah. You've totally converted me on this, Darren. I think they should reopen the case. Yeah. All right. So uh, what a story that you sent out, Mark. Um, the bizarre madness of Let's Go Brandon Fest. Uh, well, it was actually the bizarre mildness. Mildness, of... yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, you know, I should have brought it up sooner when you when you said it, though, right? You know, because we were talking about how this uh, there was this militant left left wing nut, right, in in Wisconsin, um, and this is exactly what uh, the left is always looking for on the right, right? They want this they want this crazy nut that came out and and and, and kills all these people, and they can say, see, look it. They're they're crazy. Well, here was this Let's Go Brandon uh, rally, and there were tons and tons of people there. The reason why I clicked on it was because I thought they were originally saying that nobody came to this. Uh, not true. This was a left-wing media saying that, hey, we went to this Let's Go Brandon rally. A huge number of people came out, and uh, they were all really normal people. Well, all yeah, the- I... I read this article too, and it what was really amazing is Politico is definitely not right wing at all. They are very left wing, and they're 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 not um, shy about it. And this article's not, at least for the five or six paragraphs I read, is not terribly bad about um, the whole thing. I mean, they're basically saying that let's go, Brandon's pretty damn catchy. Mm-hmm. I mean it, and it makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean. You know, and it, you know, it was a an event, and they weren't people weren't insane like they assumed that they would be, and people were nice to them. And so, not only that, but I'm pretty sure that they cleaned up after themselves. Go try to find that with a BLM rally. Yeah. 
So it's almost like Politico got red pilled. <laughs> no, I'm... I know, not yet. Uh, but I mean, yeah, it's it's just it it's so funny. It, well, but wait, this isn't the propaganda that we came here for. Right? What do I write about? I got a deadline to meet. Well, I guess it's about how maybe they're right. <laughs> maybe maybe they got a point. Maybe Joe Biden does suck. Maybe it's actually pretty clever that they say, let's go, Brandon, making fun of the media and Joe Biden all at the same time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. All right. Uh, The fight against monogamy. Oh, yeah. This just, uh, this one just pissed me off. Um, Because did we talk about David Portnoy last week? Uh, I don't know if we talked about it or we talked about it in person. Like we might have talked about it in person. Okay, so yeah, so um, basically, yeah, maybe that's it. That we talked about this. David Portnoy is the CEO or founder of Barstool. Uh, I don't. I guess I don't. I am so old. I don't even really know what Barstool is. I think it's like just a media organization, and and then they branched off, and they were doing a bunch of other stuff now. Like, okay. uh, I, I follow him on Twitter, but it gets kind of annoying because he's kind of annoying just in general. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. Now, now he's now they're doing pizza and they're doing other stuff like uh, sports betting. So okay, so he's just trying to become a big conglomerate of a lot of different things. So anyway, uh, there was. There, there was a hunt on David Portnoy to try to find stuff on him, and they they couldn't really find anything on him. The worst thing that they could find was this uh, story about a girl who said that she went over for rough sex, and it was hookup culture, and and um, you know, basically that you know she had wanted him to do some really crazy stuff to him, but. Uh, but he did end up, you know, having sex with her and choking her and then spit in her mouth. And, um, when, while they were, while he was choking her, um, and, you know, people were kind of coming to his side of, you know, well, this isn't a me too moment, which is correct. I mean, it, it's not a me too moment. It was consensual sex, but she said that, well, she felt used and abused and, 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 uh, you know, they were like, well, you know, that's hookup culture. And I thought, yeah, but isn't that a problem? Like, isn't that a problem where you're using each other for sexual gratification and you can't even see the other person as a human being. And that's why it takes you to go to the extremes of, of choking this person and doing all this weird stuff to them. And, and then, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, they, they had all these people like, well, you know, what are you, what are you going to do? And then, and then I see this article of, you know, is, is your married life is, you know, married sex life as boring as mine. Maybe monogamy isn't really made for human beings. And I'm like, okay, this is, when are we going to stop and say that, you know, we're devaluing something precious and that no monogamy is something really special and something that should be attained and, and, and that we should, should try to keep because when you're having sex with somebody, you're sharing something 
very intimate that you should be sharing with one person, you know? Um, and I don't mean that, you know, you know, the, but I mean, when you, the thing that I think of, you guys remember Jake the snake and don't yeah. send me the gift, Darren, don't, <laughs> but, uh, do you remember, uh, beyond the mat when they, he talked about, uh, he was like, yeah, you know, I was married and I really loved my wife. But, you know, I was out on the road and I had the temptations of the road. And then all of a sudden, you know, you start having sex with uh, a new girl every night. And then it turns out that, you know, that's not enough to get you off. And so now you need a new girl with toys. And then you need uh, two girls. And then you need two girls with toys. And then you need three girls. Um, because, you know, is whatever. And it, it just devalued sex to him so much. And then he was like, I wish I could go back. It that that's what this whole hookup society and culture is, is like we're devaluing it so much that people go into this excess of more and more and more to where we really just need to realize it is something extremely special when you decide, you know, me and you and you and me that that's it. There's no option for anybody else. And when you step outside that you devalue it and you not only hurt the other person but you hurt yourself beyond repair because now you are on a, on a, on a course where nothing will ever be good enough. So I just, that's, I guess my little rant on that. All right. But you guys, yeah. you guys have anything to say or uh, 30 well, years I mean... ago today, Jake, the snake Roberts um, brought a live Cobra into the ring and had it bite rock macho man, Randy Savage. On WWE superstars, and now I won't be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> back when, back when wrestling was cool. <laughs> but yeah, Mark's right. I mean, they're after God, and then they're after marriage, and after having kids. You know, the the nuclear family needs to go away, and we all need to live in apartment buildings and bike to work and not get married and not procreate because it's going to kill the planet. Yeah. Also eat fake meat produced by the farms that Bill Gates owns. Do you know what it's made out of? I don't want to know what it's made out of because I'm from Minnesota. I've, I've told this to my in-laws. We don't have to kill our animal. We don't have to kill wild animals because we're smart enough to grow tame ones that taste <laughs> way better than the live one than the wild ones so oh. but i'm pretty sure made... oh sorry go oh no what what are they made out of i'm i'm pretty sure though that uh bill gates allegedly it's people it's people <laughs> we must eat the babies <laughs> oh god uh, AOC's face when that lady jumps up and starts yelling at her priceless <laughs> yeah. alright let's move on to the top five um, so our, our top five uh, for this week is reactions slash tweets uh, to the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict I am going to start with my number five which is Best Buy slash Corporate America I've been seeing a lot of these um, statements that are coming out 
Um, but this one, I'll, I'll read the first paragraph. Um, the verdict in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial stirs many emotions and another difficult moment for our nation. While these events can be challenging and deeply hurtful, I hope you'll take a moment to reflect the values that unite us in it as a company and as a nation. We can do better, and we will do better, as each of us, as individuals, allies, and human beings, press together for better outcomes. Then it goes on to say, like, you know, um, we have, you know, resources if you're hurt and you're sullen and withdrawn and so on and so forth. And then it, it ends with, please don't loot our stores, BLM, please. You're kidding. Not the last part, but yeah. No, that's what they sent. Yeah, that that first paragraph that I read is, is straight out of the thing. Okay, but no, the last we... thing that you said was a joke, right? Well, you, you really think that they're going to put please don't loot our stores, BLM? I don't know anymore. It's 2021. <laughs> yeah, About I, to be I agree, with, I agree <laughs> with Mark on this. I was confused, too. I was like, well, yeah, they could. But would they? I don't know. But I did that see would... that they were gonna they were gonna have uh, time off for any employees that needed, you know, to, to reflect and, um, you know, just just deal with the tragedy that was Kyle Rittenhouse exercising his Second Amendment right. Needless to and say, and his right as a human being to defend himself. Divine right. Divine right. Needless to say, I was probably going to buy a new cell phone because AT&T sucks and they're making it so my phone no longer works on their network in February. So I was going to buy a new cell phone and um, I was probably going to buy it from Best Buy because it costs the same to buy it from Best Buy as it does from the website uh, of the manufacturer. But I'll probably just buy it from the website of the manufacturer. Fuck Best Buy. I thought you were going to actually say that at the end of that tweet, they were like, and also, Black Friday deal, you can get a 70-inch TV for $555. $555 off the $555 price, as long as a black guy gets shot. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, all right, number five, uh, Richie. Uh, I'm going to go with that. This one, we're going to go with number five. Just hit it right out the park right away. It was by Rex Chapman. It says, Kyle Rittenhouse walked so the next mass shooter could run. <laughs> well, the next one wasn't a shooter. He was driving his car into a crowd of kids slash people at a parade. So the gun didn't kill anybody, but somebody else did. <laughs> you know, that reminds me of the old Archie Bunker quote. Um like I can't remember Meathead Rob Reiner goes up goes up and says um to Archie, Did you know X number of people get every year get shot with guns? And then Archie Brunker goes, Would it make you happier if they got pushed out of windows? Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Would it make you happier if they got run over by cars? Yeah. So once again, what we've said forever. It's not the gun that kills people. It's their craziness. Yeah. And guess what? Guess how many mass shootings there would be if everyone carried? Zero. There would be Zero. one person gets shot, and then the person that got shot would get shot. Or the person that shot would get shot. 
Yeah. Is that how that works? Uh, yeah. I, I don't I don't know, man. I mean, there are Kate there are the Kate Mosses of the world. It's pretty hard to hit something that uh, thin. That's a cheat code right there. <laughs> what was it like Family Guy where, where she turned sideways and fell through the deck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then all of a sudden she'd just be there and just, oh my god, <laughs> I was sideways. Uh, my number five uh, would be Representative Jerry Nadler. Uh, he wrote out, this is heartbreaking. This verdict is a miscarriage of justice and sets a dangerous precedent which justifies federal review by the DOJ. Justice cannot tolerate armed persons crossing straight state lines looking for trouble while people engage in First Amendment protected protests. <clears throat> oh, um, excuse me. Waddle, 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 way. <laughs> yeah, he basically, he, yeah, I mean, right now should be suing him because he didn't, he didn't, he wasn't armed when he crossed state lines. Yep. Not only that, but he didn't, I mean, he lived in the same community. He lived in a suburb. It'd be like somebody saying, oh, I, I lived in Kansas City, Kansas, and, but I went to a protest in Kansas City, Missouri. Like, he didn't leave the city. Yeah. Well, and his dad lived there. His grandmother lived there. His aunt and uncle lived in Kenosha. He worked in Kenosha. And then also, it, he wasn't there looking for trouble. That would be another thing. And then I, I love the uh, double jeopardy of, you know, he wasn't, he was found innocent. Um, and so then they say, okay, well, yeah, well, now we want to have federal charges and have the DOJ come up against you, which, again, I don't care what it's for. That's, you're, you're trying to try him again for the same crime. And I get that technically it's legal for the state to try you and then federal charges to be brought up against you. but he didn't cross the state lines like, well, sorry. He didn't commit any crimes within two states, I should say. Like, there's no federal case to be had here. The state the state had the jurisdiction, and they took care of it. He's innocent. Done. Yeah. Yep. All right. My number uh, four is Ayanna Presley. Um, she is, I think she's a congresswoman. I'm not sure or a media person she's very bald very she's very she's almost like the rupaul of congress and i i don't know if she's was born a man i'm not sure about that but uh allegedly i don't know i don't there's a lot of things i don't know about her anyway she tweeted a 17 year old white supremacist domestic terrorist drove across state lines armed with an ar-15 he shot and killed two people who had assembled to affirm the value, dignity, and worth of black lives. Fix your damn headlines. And she tweeted that on uh, Headline from the Hill. Just in, jury finds Kyle Rittenhouse not guilty on all accounts. Yeah. She's she's yeah. another one of those scum people. Just, you know, scum. Not really, not ever going to solve a problem. She's just there to make things worse so that she can get more money. One of those people. Who is this again? Uh, what I, What was the name again? Ayanna Presley. Ayanna Presley, that's right. All right, number four, Richie. 
my number four would be the great Bubba Wallace, probably the greatest NASCAR driver of all time, with one win under his belt um, from a technicality. And um, he still hasn't figured out how to close a garage door properly that doesn't have a electric garage door on it. Um, but his tweet was, ha, let the boy be black. And it would have been life. Hell, he would have had his life taken before the bullshit trial. Sad. Uh, which is all wise because the same day that Kyle Rittenhouse got let loose, so did that other kid that defended himself that happened to be black. Um, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that uh, if he was dead before the trial, it would probably would have been shot in South Chicago. Yeah, and not only that, but the but the Brianna Taylor, her you know her drug dealer boyfriend, who the cops were coming to basically arrest, when he shot back at the, at the police, he didn't get anything for that. They didn't charge him for that because he claimed self defense. He was like, "Oh, I didn't know it was the cops." Yeah, and I mean, I don't disagree with him either because they didn't announce themselves. Had they announced themselves, then he would have probably lost the right to self defense. But if people are just barging in your door, you technically, you should have the right to self-defense if they're not going to announce themselves. But, all right, uh, number four, Mark. Mayor Bill de Blasio. Anthony Huber and Joseph Rosenbaum are victims. They should be alive today. The only reason they're not is because of violent Dangerous man chose to take a gun across state lines and start shooting people. To call this a miscarriage of justice is simply an understatement. <laughs> um, so uh, that was my number three also. Um, and the reason why Anthony Huber and Joseph Rosenbaum are, would still be alive is because of people like Bill Blasio. No. Because if it were people like me, Joseph Rosenbaum would have died the Sons of Anarchy way by us cutting his nutsack open and watching him bleed to death. Yep. But we got Bill de Blasio who will definitely defend those criminals and uh, make sure that there is no um, capital punishment in this country. So... Yeah, I mean, it, it's hard. It, it, it's interesting when you have a public figure who, who, you know, like, who comes to the defense of Joseph Rosenbaum, you know? Like, it's it's weird, right? Like, that's a, that's a pedophile, a convicted pedophile, not even a legend pedophile. This is a convicted pedophile. Um, and, and you're coming to his defense. Also, I, I, hopefully... Kyle's paying attention because cross state lines with a gun just to start shooting people. Um, you know, that, that, you know, that's not true. Um, nope. so this is another liable case. How much do you get for being an ex mayor of New York? I don't know. He's, he's a billionaire anyway. He, he's the actual, you know, he's the one who got the money handed down. He's He never did anything with his life, you know, like they say Trump was. All right. Um. So did you, did you do your number four, Mark? 
Oh, that was my number four, and it was Richie's number three. Okay. My number three is the MSNBC headline, Kyle Rittenhouse trial was designed to protect white conservatives who kill. The shooter's homicide acquittal cuddles conservatives and may lead to even more violence. Yeah, Yeah, it did lead to more violence. A black guy running into a parade of people. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And it's designed to protect the Second Amendment, which it did. All right. So, no, yeah. I mean, what 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 else do you say about it? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty sensational. Number three, yeah. Mark. Uh, Bed Midler, and I know what you're saying. Is Bed Midler still alive? Yes, she is. Cal <laughs> <laughs> Rittenhouse found not guilty, though saw him kill too fundamentally stupid i predict that he'll go to have a big career on fox and right right oh sorry radical right wing circles which counts as a plus with them a tragic tragic day for decent thinking feeling and ethical people everywhere i gotta say there's something wrong with the judge in kyle rittenhouse trial he seems prejudiced and not quite with it. Am I by myself? I can't tell if at the end she was actually didn't know if she was by herself or if she was being metaphorical. It, it could have got windy either way. What? Yeah. It's, okay. Um, Bette Midler, what was that? She's in that witch movie. What's it called? Uh, uh oh um focus focus there right? yep yep how is she such a big star what other big movie was she ever in she's a singer yeah but i mean yeah she she uh fiddler on the roof right i, I don't know she's and the, the only song i know that she sings is that don't fall in no yeah don't fall in love with a dreamer is that her song well, it's like old music. It's like 60s, 70s music, though. I mean, yeah. it's she's been around for a long time. And, uh, you know, she's kind of popular with the gays. You know, kind of like first, Eliza Minnelli. First Wives Club. Oh, Beaches. That was a big movie. And you're right. It looks like she's been on RuPaul's Drag Race a bunch. Oh, the Wind Beneath My Wings. That was her big song. That's what I was trying to think of. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. She guest right. started The Simpsons once. Yeah. All right, oh, number... That. Did you do number three, Mark? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yes. All right, so number two. Mine, my number two is The Purge Woman. So she created a TikTok where she talks into the camera and starts freaking out in her car, obviously, because that's where you do all your TikToks nowadays, where you're just talking. And then she put the purge sound in the background, the burr, burr, burr. And then she's like flipping out that he was found not guilty. (laughs) I don't know. I wish I could play it, but. And then there's other ones like that. There's another woman who's flipping out in her car too, but she's not as creative with the purge stuff. There's a, there's a chain of these uh, wackos. They're because everywhere. 
Because because there are no laws anymore. Or or wait, yeah, there are laws, and that's why he was innocent. Oh yeah, that's right. All right, number two, Richie. Uh, my number two is it's a simple one. It's by our the greatest sportscaster of all time named Keith Olbermann. Fuck this murderer. Good one, Keith. It took you a long time to come up with that. <laughs> I believe I, I believe I responded back to that. Yeah, that's what the first guy tried to do, and we all see yeah. how that ended up. Yeah. <laughs> the the two cast responded. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, Mark. Number two, Josh Gad. It has now been put, or it has now been put it out there that vigilantes can just go to, oh God, he is bad. Okay, it has now been put it out there that vigilantes can just go and kill people protesting issues like racial equality whenever they want and get away with it. Think about that for a second. Yeah. All right. I thought about it for a second. Can I go now? Well, I thought about it for a second. He needs to go back to English class because seriously, I read that verbatim. That, come on, man. Like, have somebody at least proofread your tweets. All right. And- Number. Go. Are we on number ones? Yep. All right. So there's basically about a thousand um, messages I found saw from colleges slash high schools. Um, there's yeah, it's pretty hilarious. There there was one that was put out by JMU. I don't know exactly what college that is, but basically they said that uh, it was um, sad that they killed two that he killed two black people. Which, okay, it's not even close to right, but anyway, but yeah, but basically they all kind of come down to the same the same narrative. Um, the the Rosemont County Office of the President. I am deeply saddened about today's verdict in Kyle Rittenhouse's trial. It is unfortunately yet another one of the far too many examples of systematic systemic racism that divides our society. Because I guess shooting white people white people shooting white people's racist i guess now but um okay then the diversity center for fitchburg state university this moment has and will undoubtedly impact many in our community so please see these spaces as an opportunity to discuss your thoughts emotions and reflections and then there's, then there are there's like times and places where people can go and this is great. Uh, at twelve fifteen Monday, November twenty second, you can go to the Students of Color Processing Space, or you can go to the White Student Ally Processing Space, or you can go to the Faculty and Staff of Color Processing Space. Oh man, these racists kill, out, out there killing people. Um, we need to process this. So let's divide everybody by race. <laughs> Yeah. Whoa. I mean, there's a lot. There's Ohio University, Vanderbilt, University of St. Thomas, Minnesota, 
University of Michigan Medical School, Southern Connecticut State University, Gonzaga, um, Sanford Medicine, Columbia Business School, Newton North High School. I mean, these, this is just on libs of TikTok, and there, there is just a thread that's, un, that's insane. Sonoma State, Chaffee College, just others a lot. So, could yeah. you could you imagine? Let's say that you you, you took Thorogood Marshall and uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and uh, I, you know, I, I'm not trying to just pick out the main ones, but I mean, like the let, let's say that you could make them alive today. You know, like the ones that really fought against segregation and and fought for equal rights. And they were like, so did we, did we, did we win? Did we get our dream? Yeah. In fact, so much, we have a special spot right over there. <laughs> you know, like, no, no, no. We were fighting against segregation. No, 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 no. This is good. Now you have your own special spot over there. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. Insane. All right, uh, Rich, no, number one. All right, my number one is by. Uh, I got a screen. I had a screenshot of this. Let me find it here quick. Um, is by Mark Ruffalo, oh. and I, I sent this to you guys, but we, we got to keep going here because th- this is just insanity. We come together to mourn the lives lost to this same racist system that devours black lives and devalues the life of Anthony and Jojo. After all we have seen and heard about these weapons of war, these killing machines, there is no doubt that people who faced this young man were more afraid of him than he was of them. He was the one with a weapon of war, loaded and ready to be used. Justice weeps bitterly today. We are coming together to heal the scars left by wounds of this grief. We will care for each other and remember why we continue to march. Hashtag reimagine Kenosha. Hashtag Wisconsin allies. Hashtag leaders Kenosha. Mark Hashtag. Ruffalo is absolutely fucking insane. <laughs> so then a couple of days later, it was his birthday, and he looks like the total creeper uncle that lives around the corner that looks at little girls as they ride bike by now because he's got this weird mustache. And anyways, he was playing on Twitter and it like takes a picture of your face and says, how old do I look? And it, it said, he was 54 going on 19 because it said it looked like he was 19. And this Jack Torrance responds, too old for your boyfriend, Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what you're, I know the guy you're talking about. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty hilarious. Oh, wow. God. That's great. That was, yeah, that was great. <clears throat> so, yeah, Joke. Mark Ruffalo is insane. Which is Joke. too bad because he's kind of a uh, good actor, but... Sorry, Mark, didn't mean to interrupt you. No, 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 I didn't mean to interrupt you, man. I, I just... But JoJo. Yeah, he calls, he calls Joseph Rosenbaum JoJo. Hmm. It's almost like you knew him personally. Yeah. It's almost like uh, you went to the same uh, groups or community or <laughs> rings if you have. Or, you know, like, 
God dang. Yeah. What's your number one, Mark? Um, this is actually somebody who I kind of I've kind of liked um for a long time. This this made me kind of sad to see, but uh, Yvette Nicole Brown, uh, from Community Fame, and and she's been in quite a few different things. She's always been super funny. Um, but wait, wait, I I would have I would think that Nicole Brown would be um for Rittenhouse <laughs> after she got brutally murdered by OJ. This would be Yvette Nicole Brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so she said, "Any black person could have told you that we've been uh, deceived by the evil breed in this country. It's been happening for generations since its inception. This place was built on the promise of verdicts like uh, Kyle Rittenhouse's." And even with everything I just tweeted, know this, there isn't one black person in America that is surprised. Not clap, uh, clap, one, clap. We are annoyed as hell and so very tired, but not surprised. Hashtag, this is America, K-K-K-K-A. What is this gal's name? Yvette Nicole Brown. Yvette. Yvette. Hmm. Yeah. She was she was um Murdered by um, OJ. <laughs> not Nicole Brown. No, she was the she was on community. Oh, she's that gal. Yeah. She was on yeah. the office too for that one episode that um Dwight was at Staples, Staples. yep. Yeah. 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 It, I funny gal but i mean it's just seriously like this had nothing to do with race nothing and and when you people are out there it's it's just this is so ridiculous mm-hmm. yeah that's crazy all right, let's uh, move on to the worst people of the week. Um, Mark, why don't you start? Uh, sure. So mine, uh, hold on, I was trying to go back to it. Mine was about a case that I saw. Um, it's Elijah Lewis's mother, Danielle Denise DePayas, DePlinus. I don't really know how to say her name. Um, you could just replace it with human garbage. Um, <laughs> she was uh, found guilty of murdering her five-year-old son. And um, all right, I they they um, had found out that this kid was um, mal mal malnutrition. Uh, how do you, how could you say it? malnourished? Malnourished. Thank you. Um, malnourished. Um, had been beaten uh, numerous times, um, and died of a fentanyl overdose. Um, I. Whenever I see this, I mean, that is the worst person. I I could never imagine doing that to a child. And and hurting a child like that, you know, it's just, it's the saddest thing. Um, and when you see these people, and it sounds like 
you know, she did it because she couldn't be bothered um, to be a parent. So uh, I absolutely, absolutely hate people like this. And it's what's wrong with society that um, we become so self-important that we can't even look to the future and those children. So. Yep. Yep. Pretty sad. All right, Richie. Uh, mine is once again. I gotta find the screenshot. Bill Burke, or is that his name? Patrick Burke. There we go. Um, he is a was a New York State Assemblyman for the Democratic Party. I don't know what an assemblyman means. It's like a, it's like a state senator or a state con- or a state representative okay uh anyways he said i'm introducing a bill that allows insurance providers to deny coverage for covid related treatment to those who refuse to be vaccinated do your part or pay your own way freedom isn't free so basically he's going to deny trying to get it so that they can deny pain for you getting sick so where does that end? Do I have to get the booster every time they say I have to get the booster? You know, because, you know, the, the great Fauci just came out and said we're probably going to need boosters every six months. Yeah, um, I'm uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that's the end of mine because I just got the booster Sunday. And I was sick for two days and I was sick after the second shot for more than a day, probably two days. At what point is it just better to get COVID? Yeah. So I mean, seriously. I mean, if first off, the government shouldn't be interfering with a private insurance company. Secondly, are you going to start finding people who don't go to the gym or who maybe use fentanyl and then overdose, or, or we're just going to build statues of them, <laughs> or maybe use their vagina as a way of paying for things and then end up with a lot of STDs or their penis for that matter. You know, where, where does it end? How does that work? Uh, uh, how does that work, Richie? Are, are they, are they holding money in their vagina? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> even... Don't know how that works. I don't know. It's like a wallet. It's a savings yeah. account. Darren. <laughs> yeah. It's, but, you know, yeah, just more I, government overreach, right? You know, that's yeah. That's just, if I mean, and this is a slippery slope because he he's allowing this, and like I said, pretty soon insurance companies are going to be like, well, you know, you did it for COVID, so can we do it for people who are overweight? Yeah. And then, well, those people are overweight. Um, now this guy's got lung cancer, and he's he smokes every now and then, not a lot, but every now and then. So should we not pay for any of his cancer bills because he brought that on himself? Um, and there was a recent study a couple of years ago that people who eat processed meat like bacon are at a higher risk for cancer. So are, are the insurance companies going to be allowed to see our credit card bills so they know what we bought at the grocery store in case we're buying processed meats? Well, and just wait till you get to the egg debate. I mean, that's oh fun. god. Yeah, don't get don't get started on the egg debate. <laughs> right? You know the yeah. 
eggs are really good for you. Wait, they cause cholesterol. Well, wait, it's the good cholesterol. But wait, it's, you know, too much of the good cholesterol, which might be bad for you. You know, like, so is the insurance company not going to pay based off of just what today is or what yesterday's advice was? Just like red wine, right? Yeah, red, wine's red, wine. good for you. red wine's good for you. Red wine might cause cancer. Red wine has accent, antioxidants that make it so that you don't have cancer. Well, maybe it's good red wine. Maybe you should only have two glasses or maybe a whole bottle at night does help. Who knows? Yep. Yep. Uh, um. All right. Uh, I was. I had one more crack about making change, but uh, we'll skip that. <laughs> well, uh, what? About putting money in a slot. Oh. Well, I'm just saying maybe the STD. Maybe the STD is uh, <coughs> is when you you put fifty cents up there and you come back with, or you put two quarters up there and you come back with uh, four dimes and two nickels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, all right. Well, my uh, worst person of the week is um, Mary Lemansky. Um, she is not lemonheaded, she is red haired, but um, basically, she tweeted out several times that um, the blood of Kyle Rittenhouse's victims is on the heads of the Wisconsin citizens, even the children. Uh, you reap what you sow. It's sad people died, but when you open the door to vigilante justice, everybody seems threatening. And she's writing this about the uh, about the scumbag that ran ran people over with his car. The Wasika massacre. Yeah. Walk, walk us. Nobody cared. Nobody cared about me like my whole life. My mom used to leave me for hours at a time alone in my playpen. I don't know where this is going. I've put out well, like. I've put up music for 20 years. Nobody gave a shit. Why do people all of a sudden care about my about a stupid remark? I can't believe my 15 minutes of fame is for this shit. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it quickly went from... And, and by the way, you do win. This is the worst person of the week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did, uh, so did she actually fire then? Uh, I don't know, but it, there's a th- the thread keeps going. Karma turns around quickly. Somebody re- somebody responds, and then she says, says, "She says, yeah, this is my payback f- from the dark side for helping Democrats win elect- elections." Oh my God! Really? Is that what she said? Yeah. Wow. So she was the media director for the um, for a Democrat for the Democrat Party, in, I think the northern part of. Um, was Illinois. of Illinois, yeah, but it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> Imagine being that person. Imagine saying, "Children died. Good. It's it it's good that happened." Wait, what? You know, and then also having the, I mean. The insanity to say I'm the party that cares about people, that that loves all people. We're not we're not the party of hate. Children die. Good. What? Why? Yeah, that's. Oh. 
All right. On that note, uh, looks like we're at the end of the podcast. Um, if you, if anybody wants to leave a comment or a suggestion or anything, um, you can email us at Darren at the few pi- at sorry Darren at the fewcast.com, D A R I N at the fewcast.com, or you can tweet us at few podcast. Until uh, next week, have a good one. Yeah.